1: What is up, Notebook Wagering fans? Q here. And before I introduce the rest, can I just say, wow, what an upgrade. I mean, we, we're, we're big time now.
2: Wow. Smitty, is, we're this, big time. This is different than <laughs> being on the deck.
1: Yes, it is. What's up, guys? Q here. Smitty sitting next to me, live from the Salisbury Center. And we've got our two trusty guys from Pittsburgh. A little fashionably late, but it happens. NASA's representing. I got Jason and Maddie. What's going on, boys?
0: Oh, look at you guys down there in that fancy setup. And I know. Jason, and I,
1: got, We're Jason and I got to do some
0: zooming in. <laughs> uh, does, uh, does Smitty have his cue card? That's what I want to know.
2: I got the notebook here. Just uh, I'm going to slide it up here right there.
1: There's no notebook. <laughs> <already>. <laughs> All right, boys. So right. obviously, we've got a, a new new spot here in Manassas. We want to give a huge shout out to Wild Style Nation. So we just got recently picked up uh, by Wild Style Nation uh, through a good friend of ours. Uh, So this is huge for us. We literally started with a COVID idea in a bar that we always go to. And Smitty looks at me and was like, Q, we should just start our own show. I'm like, "Ah, that's crazy. And he's like, no, seriously, why don't you come over tomorrow, Saturday, and and do a show? I was like, all right, what time? He's like, I don't know, like 8 (laughs) a.m.? We'll get the show out by 9, and then we're betting by 12. And I'm like, okay, so here we go. We we show up, and uh, we're literally on a deck. That had been stained probably a couple months prior. By <laughs> my, my hard work, right there, everybody. Hard <laughs> and, work. And he's like, "Okay, let's do a show." I'm like, "Smitty, we got to figure this out. Like, uh, we we really don't have a game plan. What's what's the deal?" I'm like, "Well, I got an, a MacBook, with Garage Bands on there, so I think it can record. It's made to record. So let's let's go do something." And uh, we've gone from literally trying to figure out how to make a show in an hour and emailing it to people uh, to being in studio here at the Salisbury Center.
2: Yeah, so when we started this, it was on the deck, and then you had my two dogs that wanted to come out with us or they'd go crazy at the door. So we'd let them out, and then they would start fighting with each other where then the neighbors would come out and do like gardening or something. And we'd be on air and they'd be yelling across at us. How about, do you remember the time when the neighbor's
1: dog, (laughs) the rescue dog (laughs) was,
2: was ripping tomatoes out of his garden, just going crazy. So when we would send these to people, you know, they always, man, you could hear the bird. I mean, it was like a nature show. I mean, it was like we were in a park or something. We're trying to talk gambling and sports and everything like that. But you had the neighbor's dog ripping tomatoes out. My dog's fighting. Uh, My kids were coming out. So it was craziness. And we would just email it to people. And the more people that we emailed it to, they kind of said, why don't you guys Start sending yeah. it out and maybe talk to like getting a producer or getting. I think we stuff. got
1: up to like 30 emails.
2: Yeah. 30 emails or something. Tell the story really quick. Cause that's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to talk really fast about our start here about the time we were uh in the pub. Oh
1: yeah. 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 And, yeah. And the, all right. So the truck driver. So, uh, Skippy Toro grosso a lot of, a lot of Manassas people, local DMV people know him from being, uh, Jason Lurch, Bissop's good buddy, gambling buddy, big fat winners. Shout out to Skippy. Um, so we're meeting up with them. We go to Charlestown, do a little gambling for the day. Skippy's in town from Colorado, and we're, we're throwing down some cash at the tables. We're hitting bets. We're at this bar upstairs on the second deck. Everybody's cheering. Like, we're all on the same bets. I think it was an over in the Georgia-Missouri game. So flash forward a couple of months, Smitty and I are in Old Town Sports Pub, and we're, we're drinking, and he's like, hey, man, this guy keeps staring at you, like him and his wife. I was like, ah, just ignore it. And then it just continued. We're like, what is going on? Like, Smitty, what did you say to this person or something like that? Because he's low outgoing. And uh so finally he like comes over. I think and he, you know what
2: I think I told him. I think I said oh, Ohio State sucks. Something I think that's what I
1: said. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but I was like, this is kinda weird. So they actually came over and they're like, Hey, uh, were you guys at Charlestown? I'm like, uh, not recently. Why? And they're like, No, I think you were. And we're like, I don't know, pal. We're there like every other month, maybe. And he's like, Were you up at a bar with certain people watching? And you guys had like an over? I'm like, Yeah, we were there. He's like, Oh, yeah, me and my wife are sitting behind you. And we're like, Okay, that's pretty wild. Like, we see you in Charlestown, West Virginia. and Now you're in Manassas. It's like, Ah, oh, we got a party to go to, but we figured we'd stop for a couple beers. Uh, which, what do you, do you guys do anything? And we're like, Yeah, we actually have a show. He's like, Oh, I'll, I'll play it on the CB radio for the truckers. So he was one of our 30 emailers and, uh, so we're we're 66 eastbound and down wide right now, <laughs> and so we've went from that, like we said, to the emails. To uh, it, it started with Smithy and I, and then uh, we brought on Nails, um, and then Jason kind of came on. He was a fill in, you know. I have a career, you have a career, and, and when one of us couldn't go, we wanted to do a three man show. So he's like, "Hey, I got this buddy, Jason, who's who's you know pretty nerdy with sports stuff, and he'd be awesome for the show. He's very statistician, uh, and so we tried him out, and he you know he started off a little tense and finally he just started relaxing and and we had this this awesome foursome that we've created and now we're here
2: yeah you know I think we bring everything I'm kind of the rant guy a little bit you kind of do the lead Matt does the lead a lot of times and Jason I'll tell you man Jason's stats are just unbelievable yeah spreadsheets are just unbelievable if you love stats and you like gambling and that's what we're going to try to do here with the show here we gamble a lot. We like to gamble. We like talking sports. We have a lot of opinions on things. Oh, a, and
1: no shortage. Can,
2: and, you know, sometimes we hit hot. Sometimes we hit cold and roll with us or fade us. And that's just the way it is sometimes. But, uh, yeah, we were doing uh, college basketball shows at, like, 8 a.m. trying to get Matt <laughs> out of bed and do a quick uh, yeah. some basketball shows. Yeah, the quick hit shows. And doing all that. So, uh, yeah, let's lead into Matt. Matt, uh, Matt, why don't you talk a little bit about when you joined us?
0: Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, two years of grinding and look where we are now. So, congrats to you guys and myself. We've, we stuck to it and paid off. So, yeah, these, these two characters, I know Smitty from college. So, he always knew that I'm a big sports guy, fantasy guy, golf, just, to, just in that. When there's a, a term called junkie, I am a sports junkie. There's no doubt about it. It's get up. Uh, turn on ESPN or CBS and just watch sports all day while I'm working. It's on in the background. Golf today was excellent. Who who watches golf on a Wednesday afternoon? This guy right here. (laughs) That
1: Nails does everybody.
0: (laughs) So, um, yeah. And I mean, I have been gambling since I was probably 16. I'll tell a quick story for just a little insight. Uh, my driver's ed teacher in high school was a huge gambler, unbeknownst to me. And this guy actually had a crush on my mom from when she was younger. So I get this guy, and I never had him as a teacher. And he, he's like, he's like, hey, he's like, this is gonna be fun. He's like, we'll have a good time. And he knows all about me. I'm like, I don't know anything about <laughs> this rookie. So he's like, hey, do you like gambling? I was like, well, I really don't know much about it, other than baseball and that. So he's got, he's reading the paper as I'm student driving, and he's reading off scores and lines, and everything. Lo and behold, he was basically like a bookie, and he just started teaching me how to gamble at the age of 16 while I was doing my uh, driver ed student driving in high school. And since then, I've been hooked, and I love it. not really an addiction, and I enjoy it. I'm not hurting myself. So we're going to bring our knowledge to everybody listening. Can't wait. We love it, and we're going to give you guys the best we got.
1: Matt, were uh, were you doing your parking scenario at the Rivers?
0: Oh. The river's destroyed me. It has to be. I like it. I love the, crab the crab table was not very kind.
1: It happens, but you bounce back, you again. Jason, right. why don't you talk about uh, how you came on? A little bit about yourself.
0: Yeah, I think the first show that I did were actually the NCAA tournament uh, breaking down. There's some sheets that I've been building for years. Kind of use those to kind of build out some of our analysis as we went through the brackets. And uh, like you guys said, kind of filled in. I was like the. Uh, the fourth guy on a three-man squad there, whenever someone couldn't make it, and I kind of weasel my way into the regular rotation here on a weekly basis. And, uh, yeah, I mean, stats guy is kind of rough because in gambling, there's a lot of stats guys that are really nerdy. <laughs> but we model pretty much everything uh, that I bet. I have something behind it that supports it. It's not just going off of my gut. Um, and, you know, just try to kind of bring that stuff out, kind of support what these guys do uh, when they make their wagers and uh, have a good time
1: doing it. We don't have Ken Palm. We have J cam yeah. stats.
0: Yeah. Hey, hey, just real quick. When, when somebody who we won't introduce yet, cause I'm sure we're going to have them on the show for time to our guest. When somebody says Jason's sheets are better than they use at their book, that means the guy's legit.
1: Absolutely. And speaking of that perfect segue, Matt. So kind of with the show, we, we like to obviously have our own banter between the four of us, but we like to bring on good guests. Uh, you know, we're, we're, pretty heavily tied in with some VEASAN guys, uh, local guys. You know, a couple of the names are Tim Murray was in this area for for years. Uh, Now he's out in VEASAN doing doing a heck of a job, so uh, we'll we'll definitely be bringing him on. Uh, Another one's like Pete Medhurst, especially when Army-Navy plays. He's always our go-to guest for that. Anything Maryland football – uh, pretty much anything DMV local, you know, he's kind of our go-to guy right now, um, and we have a, a bunch of others. Greg Peterson, one of the best of Eason for college basketball, talks a mile a minute, so you have to put the show on uh, almost half speed to be able to, to catch what he's saying. But but the guy is full of knowledge. Can I just um, say something
2: real quick? <laughs> one of the greatest shows we've ever done. Was Jason, it was myself and Jason. We had Greg Peterson, which we've had Greg about three times. And Greg yeah. is just, I mean, he's so knowledgeable.
1: He likes to hit us with the midnight shows, though. Uh, oh,
2: well, you got to stay up late <laughs> to get the great people sometimes. But so Greg came on with us, and myself and Jason probably had probably about 10, 12 questions between us. You guys gave, Matt sent some, you sent some. I looked out. I about had a panic attack on a Zoom <laughs> go- doing the doing the show because those 12 questions were done in about 3 minutes and I was like texting on the side Jason shaking his head right now going I'm texting I'm going what are we going to do here man this we need like 20 more minutes I, yeah. he's busted through 12 14 questions in like 3 minutes so no, Greg that's just that's the people we have you know basketball too we got Jim Roots been coming on Brian Ralph man I mean these people we, we you know football Sean King I mean the names it's just amazing, again, what we started doing this on a deck for fun during COVID to now having these people on with us.
1: Yeah, it's surreal. And, it's surreal. And
2: the coolest thing, and I've said this, is on a Tuesday night, you're watching a hoop game, and you can text one of those guys and just get some quick basketball info, like, in a second. It's amazing. Yeah, And that's absolutely. the coolest thing,
1: man. So we'll be bringing those guys, obviously, onto the WSN network. They'll be huge to have them on. Um, and, and there's others. You know, we're gonna keep keep trying to get some high profile guys. You know, we already have some, um, and and there's so many the name that we've had on uh, prior to this point. We'll continue to have on. They've supported us through it all, uh, and, we'll, and we'll continue to have their support and and support their you know endeavors and their shows and, and whatnot. But uh, it's kind of a little bit of what we bring in terms of guests and stuff like that, along with the guests. Listen, nobody goes 100 percent in gambling. Uh, we feel like we do have an edge. You know, we're, we're degenerates. We we're looking at books in lines all the time. We're texting each other in our chat. I mean, that's nonstop blowing up. Um, and, and we give all of our information for free, essentially. Um, you know, we're not here to, to jip anybody, to act like we're, you know, the best of the best. We're here to give winning picks, put a little little money in your pocket to buy some Christmas gifts. Maybe you took a couple dollars from the piggy bank from your kids, put that back, maybe add another dollar or two to it, and they'll never know it's gone. That's
2: the way we do it. I mean, it's a lot of info. And the one thing about our show, you know, we all have our strengths, I believe. And we all love football. Oh, yeah. College basketball, we're really big into. Um, baseball. Baseball. Pretty we, much
1: every sport. Golf. Golf.
2: Maddie, you know, we're big into player props. We're big. Um, they call me the teaser king because I like to tease some points up and down a little bit in the over-unders. So we give out a lot of plays. So if you're coming into this a little bit and you just need a little bit of advice, and we have so many people in the business that we talk to each day getting information. So – i think that's the great thing so whatever sport you're really into we're going to try to provide it for
1: you hopefully our producers are listening to our picks because we're guaranteed to put money <laughs> in their pockets or, or they're going to put a lock on <laughs> the door when we come <laughs> Yeah. The yeah house. or <laughs> we'll come for the the thursday show and we're like hey the door's locked you've no more no more show uh either or we're excited to be here we're excited to be with the new production crew the uh, the new network wsn stay tuned for big things with them it's it's, it's only going to grow to the moon uh, and we're excited to be a uh, you know groundbreaking step with them. So why don't uh, why don't we kind of end that there and, and let's talk some football? I mean, we did enough of who you are, you know what we're about. Let's just do it now. I mean, you guys good with that. Let's, Hell all right. after it. Let's talk about divisional. I mean, really wasn't a close game in my opinion outside of the the uh, the Kansas City game. Uh, so why don't you, Smitty give me your your quick divisional thoughts and then we'll kind of break down very quickly each game uh what were your overall thoughts and we'll kind of go around the table
2: well I'm gonna I'm gonna start do you care where I start I, no I, I don't just care. say whatever yeah, well yeah. you know I did okay I'll tell you I got crushed Sunday you know and that's the one thing about us on the show we're going to be very honest when we're we're rolling really well and then when we're not doing well we're going to talk about it oh yeah we lose. I threw it I happens. threw all the chips in man I was on Dallas I was really on Dallas you know I had a teaser with them um and I did two lives. I did a plus three and a half, plus four and a half. And, you know, that just and the player <laughs> props were not good. I gave out on the show last week. I thought Prescott was going to have a bigger game throw on the ball. I thought Gallup Bust. was going to do some things. You know, it just didn't happen. And, that, and that's the, you know, that's the truth here. Now I'm going to say, I don't, and I want to hear what the boys, the, the kickoff, the kick return should have been for a touchdown. How do you run right into the kicker? Jason, tell, tell me something, man. How did that guy seriously just run right in the kicker? And then he gets up and he's like ticked off at the world. That <laughs> I don't know why he was mad, man. You know why I was mad? Because you ran in the kicker.
0: Jason. He literally was their best offensive weapon, Now, I mean, he put two big returns to kind of set them up. And without that, that offense really struggled. And Dak Prescott really struggled. But, yeah, they showed the replay. And uh, there was a lane to the left. If you avoid that kicker, he was gone. Um, I it would, it would have made that game completely different. but. Yeah, no, Dallas, I, you know, we kind of talked about how it would come down to the quarterbacks. Purdy didn't blink, and Dak did. And that's really what the, the game in the summary, because everything else was pretty much even. I mean, two good teams, except for the quarterback position. Maddie, what would you think about it? Uh, well, I, I may ruffle some feathers right out of the game on our first show here, but F Dallas, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, buddy. My biggest take of the weekend was uh, the four best teams came out. That's, who, that's what we wanted. Yeah. That's what the NFL wanted, and we got it. I mean, the Giants put up a great showing this year. They were the only team I actually lost on Benton this past weekend, though. I was shocked that they didn't hang around a little more. Until yeah, came but out. They're, they're
1: missing some pieces, though. They, they, well, their yeah. offense was kind of anemic to end the season.
0: I thought they'd still hang in there and give me at least – I might get the, uh, the hook to get it. But I'm going to toot my own horn real quick. So – As everybody knows from our prior shows, I've been on an epic, uh, like, bomb cyclone of coldness when it comes to gambling. (laughs) But it's turned around about the past week and a half, two weeks, and then I took a flyer this past weekend on T.Y. Hilton to have the first catch for the Dallas Cowboys. And lo and behold, T.Y. Hilton had the first catch for the Dallas Cowboys at plus 2,000. So, if you can just do some simple math, that was nice.
1: That's all it takes. It takes one to get a hot. Yep.
0: So we'll see. Maybe we can parlay over into this
1: weekend. I didn't uh, – unfortunately, I didn't get to watch too much of it. I was down representing the state of Virginia uh, at a major softball tournament. Um, I did catch the end of the steal, the, uh, the Giants-Eagles game, and all the Eagles fans were in the bar, and it was just atrocious to listen to. Not a huge Giants fan, not a huge Eagles fan, but it was just made it even worse because they're screaming fly, Eagles fly, spelling Eagles. It just was like this could not be worse. Uh, but I did catch the Sunday games. Uh, we're driving back, and I'm. Uh, I have my buddy in the car, and I'm like holding up my phone. I'm, we're all trying to watch this going up 95, like 80 miles an hour. Um, I thought both games on Sunday were pretty solid. Um, the dig story is going to be interesting. Like, is Josh Allen just kind of one of those quarterbacks that'll never win? Is he going to be like your next Dan Marino? Yeah, I mean, that was, that- he just can't get past. The, and 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 not if it's all on him, um, but. Man, he just has the worst luck of running into the hot teams at the worst moments. You know, regular season to, to, to then beating those teams in a regular season and then running into them again in the playoffs and just falling short. Like, I kind of am getting Dan Marino vibes. Um, and then the night game, you know, Dak, I, I've i been saying it on, on our previous shows, like he's overrated, uh, and we're starting to see it. I mean, when, when Mississippi State went to number one with Dan Mullen – you know, he kind of crapped the bed, too, under the the pressure, and we're seeing it there. I mean, at some point, Dallas and Jerry Jones has got to move on, If, if especially with the team that they have, the talent. I mean, he's just not going to get it done is kind of where I'm at. But, hey, Brock Purdy, we have been talking about him. Trevor Lawrence obviously had a good way uh, coming in, playing well in the, in the postseason. He started off really rocky with, like, four picks in the first half, unheard of, comes back, wins the game, goes the next round and plays a tough game. But Brock Purdy, everybody, Jason and I had been on him to just not have a bad game, and we still haven't seen it. So kudos to that guy.
2: Yeah, I've been saying it the last couple of weeks. You know, uh, Sean King said it on Visa and said, when's this guy going to have one of those games that it's not good? Yeah. You'd rather do it in the regular season than five. He hasn't made a mistake yet. I mean, he's playing great now. He Does he have a lot of weapons? <laughs> yes, he does. And, I mean, things are small. I just want to throw this out. I saw this on Fall the Money this morning. Since November 1st. This was from, um, hopefully I get this right on Twitter. EP Cap sent this, and I thought this was just amazing. The the guys that are in this weekend: Burroughs since November first, Burrow ten and ten and zero, Purdy seven and zero, Mahomes ten and one, Hertz eight and one. They're thirty five and two.
1: That's the NFL's future. That's that a, is crazy. That,
2: that's that's an impressive stat right there. Uh, and then you know, lot. and you can't lie. I mean, these are the these are the, probably the best teams
1: that are here. Yeah, you know, absolutely.
2: I mean, the only team I could have said I'm just going to make Matt laugh if the Steelers <laughs> would have got in here and
1: got through here a little <laughs> bit and
2: somehow made it happen. No, it didn't happen. But now I think I mean this is an exciting week. I mean, you know, the, the only thing I'll say about Buffalo just again was very disappointed with Buffalo just. Didn't look inspired, very bad first quarter, got behind quick. And I think Jason had a great text that, you know, I, I will say this. I'm glad the meteorologist said it was going to snow and it actually snowed in a game because they've really whiffed on some of these games the last couple of weeks. So it did snow. And Jason said on a text, he said, this is hurting Buffalo. They can't because Cincinnati was down three offensive line guys. Yeah. And they just couldn't, they, they couldn't get to them. So just, it, it just wasn't. Just wasn't there and josh allen has not been josh allen for the last couple weeks i mean a lot of turnovers getting hit fumbling the ball it just wasn't good jason want to add on anything there
0: yeah i mean like we you said when i mentioned that text i i was on buffalo when we talking on our show and it was pretty clear it was like that is not the right side maddie told us to take the Bengals, and i should have listened i'll give him credit there but uh yeah i went completely against my best i started firing cincinnati money line as soon as i saw that first quarter you could just tell cincinnati had a game plan They were in it. They were ready for the fight. And Buffalo was not. I mean, you can blame their players all you want, but their coaching staff on both sides were awful. I mean, people are going back and watching the film, and there's just too many times where you just see mistakes. You see uh, coverage being soft because of the conditions and just giving away first downs to the Cincinnati wide receivers. I mean, they just were never in that game. I know they made the score somewhat comfortable at one point where they looked like they could be in it, but it just you always felt like they were always two scores down and that they just weren't going to get there. So – I don't know what Buffalo does because, you know, they looked pretty good earlier in the year, but you saw how flawed they were in that game against Cincinnati, who, you know, is really good, but you know, they're not like uh the best team ever. You can get to them. There's there's definitely flaws there. You mentioned the offensive line, down three starters. Like the game should have been far closer
1: than it was. Well, I think a lot of teams saw what Miami did in week three down in Miami and then what they did without two, obviously Skylar Thompson playing, but the defense blitzed Buffalo and Buffalo collapsed when they were blitzing. I mean Miami hit Josh Allen. I think they had seven sacks. Uh, and I think that's, if, if you have good enough cornerbacks that can cover those extra three or four seconds, obviously you have to kind of have a spy there in case he runs because he is such a good runner and he's a big, powerful runner. Um, I think if you just blitz him, his offensive line can't defend that. And and teams are starting to see what Miami did to him. Um, if two is in that game, Miami beats him and, and they're a one and done right there. I'm telling you right now, I mean, if Skylar Thompson almost did it, then there's no question a healthy Tua does it. So I, I think you're starting to see you know, what Buffalo's Achilles heel is, and it's against the blitz. They just can't handle it. Jason?
0: Yeah, no, you, what you're seeing is people blitzing from deep, which is one of my least favorite moves on all defenses. Penn State loves to do that. They never get there. You're wondering yeah. why you blitz that guy because he's not causing pressure. He's not covering. But those have been really affecting against Buffalo. Like They're not adjusting. So guys, who come from deep in the secondary and cause all kind of havoc. Miami discovered that, and since he took full advantage, and it, it's worked. And Buffalo is going to see it all next year because clearly there's a scheme flaw there. Yeah. So let me jump in here. I'm going to flip the script. I'm going to go over towards the Bengals. Um, so I've been riding Joe Burrow all year. Um, our, I actually have futures tickets on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. I have a Bengals Niners Super Bowl matchup ticket. I have a Burrow MVP. Sadly, I don't think that's going to hit because of Mahomes' numbers. But uh, Emmanuel Acho broke it down on television today, and they showed a scheme of Burrow versus Allen. And Burrow recognized a blitz coming from the secondary that Allen doesn't seem to be able to pick up. And Burrow immediately read it, just did a couple hand signals, and immediately got a first down out of it. That guy doesn't need the O-line to be great. He just needs them to be average. And everybody's saying, oh, they're down three stars." Granted, the three starters got slopped into there yeah. two weeks ago without any prep, without any practice, anything going on other than the normal practice reps that I'm sure they get. Now they had a week to prepare. They played fantastic. All they have to do in this upcoming game is be average again and don't let Chris Jones ruin your day. Uh, you're going to have to chip with probably P in the back up the middle, to keep Jones honest. Uh, Frank Clark might be out to the Chiefs. So I. I know I'm kind of jumping ahead, but I think it's foolish for people to not just keep riding the Bengals. And sorry to say, but Joe Burrow is going to dominate this AFC for quite a few years.
1: Oh, yeah. No, that's cool. We're, we can just go right in on that the Bengals versus Chiefs. So uh, we'll, we'll let you keep going. So you have right now the uh, the Chiefs are hosting the Bengals. Over-under opened up at 47.5. That stayed the same. The Bengals opened up at plus one and a half dogs. Now the line has changed to minus one. Uh, Maddie, I mean, just continue. Obviously, you started. You, what's your side on that game? What do you, what, what's your thoughts? I mean, the Bengals, that's tough. I mean, you, you would think, especially last year with, with Mahomes and the what happened, and now, you know, a little vengeance game, but it's Joe Cool. I mean, you can't not so, back the guy.
0: I don't think, that, I mean, the line started out what Kansas City minus two and a half, it then dipped all the way down to the Bengals minus one and a half. I think it's back to Kansas City minus one after the mahomes video today of him not limping around the facility well that yeah. doesn't do anything for so here's i'm gonna drop we we here like to do what we call sticky notes so Cynthia's biggest strength obviously is burrow in the passing game their run game is just average and especially with these backup linemen it's probably all it's going to get but lo and behold kansas city gave up the most passing touchdowns in the nfl this year 33. They can't I mean, cover anybody. Burrow has amazing – you have to think he's going to get three more. So there's a player prop you have to look over. Look over his passing touchdowns, one and a half, and there's no – nobody's going – none of you guys, no one else is going to talk me off since he money line. It's I got a plus money a couple days ago, and I'm going to keep riding it. But I do think the under is in play here. I just think since he's going to it, – it's going to be kind of right around last year's total, around 27, 24. Uh, that goes over, but I think they're going to slow it down a little more this year with that O-line and see if they can get some run blocking from Mixon, who actually came back to life last
1: week. And well, after that, what's that? Uh, I mean, you got Pirine, too, who's just a, a workhorse out of the backfield. Yeah. They're just going to heat. I mean, he took off last year in the playoffs. I had a decent year yeah, this year. Well, he, you know, he splits time. That's another Mixon. one.
0: Smitty can touch on his probably player prop. I know Smitty's going to fire away on some player props. So I'll turn it over to you guys. Back over that—that's my little
2: rant on the Cincy game. So, yeah, you know, you look at it. Joe Burrow's three and zero ATS against Kansas City, and you're looking at it right now. They're six and two last eight ATS against Kansas City here. Now, here's the thing, Matt is Matt's on Cincinnati here. I think he's going to be okay, Mahomes. I mean, I, I know you know. Did you do the weekend at Bernie thing and have some strings on him and run them across the field today? I don't know. I, I You know, you got to see what was that. But I like it. It's plus one right now, Kansas City. I'm the teaser guy. I love a teaser. I'm going to take the home team up, get them up to seven. I already did today.
1: They're going to bud Kilmer this. You already know it. There is no chance he's not going to have a little needle going to that ankle. I mean, you, you can't win without, you know, without him in this big of a game. So yeah, if you and, see you know, Buck Kilmer leaving the stadium, don't ask any questions because it's know, and not si- going to go well. And
2: since he's 13-5 and 5 ATS this year, 72%, Kansas City 6-11-1 on that. Now, I think Matty uh, made a great point here. Maybe keep an eye on the under in this here. You know, temperature a little bit. Uh, let me look. I wrote it down here. Now I can't find it. Uh, it's going to be a night game, about 13 degrees, about 5 to 10 miles per hour winds here. Nothing crazy here. Mm. Um, but these are two teams, seven, 10 and one Cincinnati on over under Kansas City's eight and 10 here. I like jacking this up a little bit. I, I take the under, uh, in this one,
1: Jason, what do you got? And I'll finish it off.
0: I think I'm going contrarian here. I think you're kind of like the over in this game. I mean, if you've got Mahomes playing and you've got burrow playing, I was looking at the stats from the first meeting and since he had gained them by about hundred yards. And they had seven trips in the red zone. And Kansas City, the big Achilles heel here between these two teams, when you look at them all, offensively, both are really good. Defensively, you know, DVOA doesn't love Cincy's defense, but when you see it in real time, you know it's actually pretty sound. And the Kansas City run defense is actually decent. So, you know, the pass defense, obviously, as you mentioned, is not. But the biggest difference between these two teams is really the red zone defense for Kansas City is pretty terrible. <laughs> and, you know, seven trips to the red zone last game is a lot. You know, in these kind of games, that's where the games get decided. Is it three or is it seven? And if it's seven, you can't win. And uh, I think that's going to be a huge factor here. I actually think there will be some points. I think they will give up yards. I think Kansas City will have a plan for Cincinnati because, I mean, they've seen them enough times now where they've been frustrated by them that they have to think of something. And they run the ball far better than they did and more balanced than they've probably ever been playing in this game. I just think that it's going to be an over. And, I, you know what, you look at it, I want to take Kansas City so bad – because they're at home, and you know they're going to be up for it. As a small dog, you kind of got to like them there. I think it's a close game, but I, I like Cincy too. Maddie's convinced me that Joe Burrow is uh football Jesus, so I might have to roll with him here. Two before you go real quick. Yeah. Um So, looking back at last year's game, I, I looked at the stats. Uh, and on our group text, I mean, we constantly wonder how teams do not bracket coverage double Kelsey. And I watched this film last year. Guess what they didn't do? They didn't do it last year either. They actually let Kelsey get his 10 catches, 95 yards and a touchdown, and they still won the game. I think they're going to do that again and just completely take away the run game and make uh, Juju, Valdez, Gambling, these other guys beat them. And I think it's just going to be, I think it's going to come down to McPherson field goal. And lo and behold, I'll say 25, 22 goes under by half.
2: And that's one thing, Maddie. I really think teams should have ran. I think that was one thing last week with Buffalo. You know, I like the cook over, um, and I gave it on the show last week. I was a little surprised that, you know, Buffalo got down quick. I mean, that was a really bad first quarter, and they couldn't, you know, they had to really play catch up. But I think this is a game, again, that I, I would try to run the ball against Cincinnati a little bit. I mean, I know they're going to do a lot of shotgun because you're going to have to put them back here with the ankle spraying and everything but i want to see kansas city try to run the ball a little bit here so keep an eye on those running backs maybe the player props a little bit we'll dive into that a little bit
1: at a minimum those running backs you could even look at like a total receptions uh rushing because they're going to want to get the ball quick out of mahomes hands whether that's somebody running a slant route or whatever um those running backs all can catch and we've all seen that especially in the red zone uh, when they do those little shovel passes or little quick screen passes that go, you know, as a three yard screen to go 13, 14 yards, that's what's gonna keep Mahomes in this game. I mean, when he drops back and he has to scramble, you know, waiting for a deep opportunity, I, I just don't think that's the answer. Uh, to touch to your your Kelsey point, the problem is they just have too many weapons and Mahomes is too good. Uh you can't, to to double up Kelsey and then just leave somebody else of quality, you know, one on one or wide open. They're just gonna yeah. tear you apart. Um but,
0: but, is, Juju, is Juju Smith-Schuster really a weapon? He's had under three catches in like five straight games.
1: I mean, if you I leave mean, him, if you leave him wide open to double Kelsey, is you could say the same about valdez Scantling. But I, I get I mean, your point, he, though. I, I do understand. I mean, Kelsey's. Partner. Yeah, no, I get your point, Matt. I, I mean, Kelsey's Kelsey's an extremely fast tight end. He's got hands better than probably eighty percent of the wide receivers in the league. So I do get your point. Uh, but they're going to pick their poison. I think they're going to try to watch the running backs, and they're just going to contain everybody else. And if if only one guy's scoring, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm kind of on the Cincy train too. I think I personally, I think Joe Burrow gets his his Super Bowl ring uh, this year. Um, and, but I am on the over. I do think there's some points to be had. I I think you Cincy is going to give us some points. It, and and the reason I say that is what Eli Apple is going to show up like lockdown or is he just going to get torched? because you just can't ever tell with that guy, you know, what, what he's going to do. Is he just going to get torched all game for seven and 195, you know, or is he going to have seven balls goes way? He's going to have three pass breakups, maybe an interception and, you know, giving up 30 yards total. You just don't know. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I give me a sense in this one. I, I think it's going to be another good game. I, I, like you guys said, we have the four best teams, uh, so I don't think this is going to be a blowout by any measure. Um, I think the fans are going to get what they want, but I think Joe Burrow's going to end up on the winning side of that. And and that's no no disrespect to Mahomes. I mean the guy's playing hurt, um, and you know he's going to get you know do whatever necessary to play. I just I just think they're running into a bad Cincy team right now. Um, well, keep it, it just is what it is. Like
2: we've said, keep it high on Kelsey then for a player prop.
1: Yeah, I mean he's just. I mean, what did he have last week? He had like fourteen catches. Yeah. I think it was like
2: 17 targets. And that's, I
1: mean, that's his number one option, so.
2: And the greatest thing was on, I think it was on Visa, and they said... Guy doesn't run all these crazy patterns. He runs like 10 yards down the field and just turns and pivots and then catches They said the he
1: ball. makes his own routes.
2: I mean, there's nothing. Like, I mean, it's like, seriously, can somebody just, can these teams not figure this out? Like maybe to throw two guys on him and then, like Matt said, maybe get Juju ju- 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 to try to catch some balls or something. But yeah. no, nobody can do it. So I don't know. It's like, do they try to take out everybody else? And just say, okay, listen, this guy's so good that he's just going to get his catches. Let him have his catches. So I don't know. I know Jason's ready to say something here. I can already tell. It's the brains, the brains grinding there. Go, Jace.
0: I think part of the reason why they let Kelsey not double team last year is because they were trying to take away Tyreek Kill. Like they wanted to yeah. limit that Kansas City explosiveness. And it, like you guys kind of touched on it, but you didn't say it specifically. That that's probably the thing that's lacking with Kansas City this year is they don't have that explosive player. Kadarius um, Tony true. could be that guy but he can't keep himself healthy. But that's the reason they went out and got him is that they wanted that one guy who can like stretch, scare the defense a little bit. They haven't been able to integrate him in the offense as much as they wanted to to kind of make him a threat. But in a game like this, you know, he's your third or fourth receiver. He's going to get matched up on somebody that he's got a clear advantage on. Now he wants to show up or not. That's a whole different matter. But since he's had success because they drop guys, you know, and they keep people in front of them, they make Kansas City move the chains and kind of, you know, keep them playing. Yeah worked. I don't know why it's worked, because Kansas City's really efficient on offense, but for some reason against the Bengals, they bogged down inside of 20, and it ends up being three instead of seven. That's going to be the key to this point as well. Um, okay. That's really what the difference is. Like This year's Kansas City, last year's Kansas City, you don't have Tyree Kill. You don't have that account for that guy who's going to blow the top off your defense. Yeah. Also, one last tidbit. Um, you guys do know, so we bring up, hey, if, since he's O-line might be the pressure point on the Bengals. The the Chiefs cornerbacks are both rookies. Uh, and you're going to expect two rookies to cover Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd and not get burned? I'll okay. take Eli ask, uh, over those guys right now. Yeah. I mean, I know he's a wild card, but I'm already going to – I'm going to already lay player props on Higgins, Chase, and P. Ryan coming up. I just got to find what numbers to get in on.
1: I think Higgins is the best because, you know, Chase is going to get the most coverage. So I I killed the books last year in that playoff run on T Higgins. So just look at his, he's, he's such a big and fast receiver. Um, He's definitely the number two option, but he, I would say he's probably the most looked option out of the two because Jamar is running down the field, but T Higgins is, is kind of that midfield guy, so I, I I think that's where your money is personally.
2: Yeah, you know, look for the tight end Hurst. You know, we said oh, yeah. it on the show last yeah. week. Um, I played over his receptions. It's right now what I saw. It was three and a half again, eleven and four on the over on that, and he had that quick. I got it over three and a half last. I think he had four catches like by second quarter yeah. easy into it. So look at that one again. Uh, an early line I saw for his yards thirty four and a half, so kind of keep an eye on him because he's a really another great player in that Cincinnati
1: offense. All right, let's jump to the NFC side. So you have the Eagles hosting the Forty Nine ers. Eagles opened up at minus two and a half. Uh, lines pretty much stayed there, yeah, and I'm getting these these odds from Scores and Odds. So that's if, if there has been line movement, they just haven't updated. So bear with me, guys. Over under has been uh, opened up at forty five and a half, and it's went up to forty six and a half. So. Little bump there. People are coming in thinking they're gonna score some points. I actually think this game is gonna be less scoring than the AFC game. And I'll say this the defense for the Eagles is drastically improved this year. Um, I think it's a little kind of the spotlight for Hurts. Like this is a massive game. So, you know, we've kind of seen him in Monday into games where he's not played poorly, but you could tell, like, hey, the stars and stuff like that. Like it's kind of getting to him. Um, and Brock Purdy, I think, is going to be a little cautious. And I think Shanahan's is going to run that offense a little cautious to start, especially in the first half, to kind of get him into a comfort zone because even though he doesn't really lose his cool and he doesn't get over-shocked over, over uh, shocked or anything like that in the games we saw at Iowa State and, and to this point, this is a big stage for him. I mean the, the winner goes to the Super Bowl. So I think they're going to play to that and try to keep him comfortable and gradually open up the offense as we get in the third and fourth quarter and kind of see what the Eagles – you know, or showing defensively. Uh, but I do think uh, the 49ers are going to get this win. Uh, nothing to the Eagles. They've had a great year. I just think with that McCaffrey trade late in the year, I think the 49ers, you know, with a healthy Debo, you got Brandon I, you've got the best defense in the NFL, uh, and then McCaffrey. Like, I just don't know how you can cover all these guys. And and I think the Eagles just met their match. Like, they, I, they'll be in the, the discussion as long as – you know, Jalen Hurts is there, and he keeps this team together for the next few years. But I, right now, I think the 49ers are the team to beat, and and it's going to be a Cincy and 49ers Super Bowl. I mean, that's just my vibe.
2: Yeah, in January, you know, 49ers are really good. They're 13-2 last 15 in January here. You know, we've said again about Purdy. Is this going to be a game? Very tough environment to go into and play extremely well here. They got so many weapons here, though. You know, Conditions earlier afternoon not going to be bad there in Philly at all. You know this is a great San Francisco team covering thirteen and six this year ATS. Philly is nine and nine ATS this year. You know the place is going to be going. The key again is Hurts. You know you came back last week and I mean that team just that was an unbelievable showing. They just did everything. The offensive line was fantastic. This can be a tough game. I like San Francisco up in a teaser in this. Again, I like the teaser play in this. And also, I like to jack the points up in this and also take the under. And I just want to throw something out. We do have some buddies that jump on and we give out some of the information here. We have a great friend of mine. We call him old man in the garage. He's my neighbor. Loves giving out dog money lines. This guy gives them out. It's always every week it's a dog play. And he has kind of a cult following. Can I, can I tell you something? I had two people text me and they wanted his play last week and now <laughs> guy's listen got a following. now listen i'm going to say he gave out the giants Ugh. so i think they probably throw my number away and they might not want to but <laughs> but he does an unbelievable job so old man in the garage is part of the team also the guy's fantastic and he loves his nfl football he loves san francisco this week so let's let's go 49ers Maddie. what do you got in this one man
0: man i'm torn so torn uh, I need the Niners, obviously, and I stated on a ticket earlier. You're a I Commanders love,
1: fan. You cannot root for Philly here.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I'm not rooting for Philly. I'm obviously rooting for the Niners, but here's why I'm scared. Um, this is going to be Purdy's ultimate test, and I'm not liking what I've dug into. I mean, simply put, after what Dallas did last week, all you have to do is put pressure on Purdy. The three Ps this week. Pretty simple. Dallas did it 11 times last week. He went three for 11 with 24 yards, two sacks, no INT or no touchdowns, no INTs. Philly led the league in sacks, even more than Dallas. He's going to be in a hostile environment, not going to get snap counts right. He's not going to have that luxury of playing at home. I'm a little worried. I think this could be Purdy's, uh, bad game. I don't want to say it. I don't want to jinx it because I need it. I think he's definitely going to throw one, one interception and kill that streak. And the other thing is everybody loves Nick Bosa, but the Eagles have the second-best defense. Niners have the first-best defense. Both these are offensive lines grade out top five. This is going to be just huge trench game. Who's going to maul each other? And Bosa actually struggles against the run. Um, he was bottom eighty-eight or 78 percentile against the run. He, he's only like a 22 percent stuff rate, which isn't very good. So I think the Eagles, with their big tackles, they're going to pound the ball at him. And try to neutralize him and tire him out. And I saw last week he actually came out of the game a bunch. I don't know if he needs to get his wind under him, but I hate to break it to you guys. I, I'm not going to root for the Eagles, and it's going to kill some of my tickets. I think they're going to get it done, and it's going to break my heart.
1: Do you think just devil's advocate? I mean, the 49ers have great running backs too. Do you? I mean, if I have if you're saying it's a battle in the trenches, my my money is on McCaffrey and Debo. Uh, well, I think the one thing with you McCaffrey know, you
2: got to keep an eye on, though, is with the injury a little bit
0: with the calf. I yeah, mean, he's he's so going to
1: play through, though.
0: Um, McCaffrey, Mitchell, Debo almost practice today.
1: I think it's cautionary. I mean, why it, push them too hard? Like, they know the offense. They're going to ball out. They do. But it, I mean, Mahomes practice today. Those yeah, well, two, three different.
2: Well, yeah. it's Wednesday, man. I wish I could miss work today. I mean, that could hump day. <laughs> but, you don't yeah, but, break but you can't. I can't way.
1: look much into that because. You know how many times, like, especially with my team, the Dolphins, like how many of the scout the, the injury reports that like mispractice, mispractice, and then light or just didn't, and then they're a go. Like, I think it's a little more precautionary just to keep those guys healthy. But I was just playing devil's advocate with the the battle of the yep. trenches. I mean, you give me those two running backs, and well, Mitchell, the third, that's pretty tough to say no to. Yep.
0: And, and and here's
1: another thing. Anytime Hurts played a pretty solid defense, well, and two that I come to mind were the Bears didn't have an atrocious defense, at least in terms of the front seven. And then the the, the Commanders, one of the best front sevens. Um, well, front fours, I guess. The linebackers are another story. But they kind of gave Hurts a little bit of problems when they were hitting him hard uh, and getting to him. I mean, even though they don't have Nick Bosa, like there, there's, there's still other guys that could easily get to him um, that would essentially be one-on-one or not covered. So uh, just those couple games, I mean, Hurts isn't, stellar by any means like he's not in Mahomes, in my opinion i it, I think that's a little worrisome
0: i'm just gonna before jason goes i'm just gonna say i'm just a tad worried just a tad i i, I wish purdy would have got some struggles in prior sure i hope it just doesn't surface this week on in a ruckus yeah. crowd short week i mean huge stage that place is going to be absolutely livid. oh yeah living
1: if not the batteries so, are coming out I you know that. It's, Attitude to
0: come out no matter what. I, <laughs> I think it's pretty funny when somebody said hostile environment. They're talking about Philly. It's like that's like you know you're being redundant. That's oh the, yeah. That whole thing. The Goes saying. To the King of Prussia exit going to Philly, it's all hostile from there. <laughs> like you, have, you have to always be on your guard. Oh so you yeah. Them, you head west to this lovely Pittsburgh. Um, I think the biggest thing here is look at San Francisco's defense. It's really good against the run. Like, that's the one thing that's going to keep them in this game is that 3.78 adjusted line yards is second in the NFL. They're number one in second-level defense and uh, number one in open field. So that's the biggest thing that Philly does, right? They run you with the RPOs. They're running the read option with Kurtz and Sanders. And all those plays work off of getting through that initial line, right? You get through, you're into the secondary, and you're causing havoc. Well, San Francisco is really good at shutting that down. I mean, their linebackers are probably the most underrated group in the NFL. Like, you don't really know the names, but you when you watch them play, you see how good they are. That's going to be huge in this game. Like, they cannot let the Eagles run the football. I know so he's got weapons on the outside, but I would take my chances with Hurts. I mean, you know, he's come a long way from the wild card game against Tampa Bay last year.
1: Yeah. You know? and but it, still, yeah, I think you still make him beat you, though.
0: He can still beat you, but I would rather get beat over through the air. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Make him beat you no. through
1: the air versus his legs. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I would rather him do that if I could. And I think the biggest thing here is, is Shanahan going to attack this game with an aggression? Nope. Like, as the underdog, is he going to like come out? Because I'll tell you what, they played with one arm tied behind their back last weekend. They protected Purdy a lot because they were worried that Dallas was going to get through to him.
1: I think they well, you know say the same Don't, thing.
0: Yeah, Philly is the number one sack rate. So they're coming, and they're bringing eight guys instead of like Dallas's five. Like, they're going to rotate guys through and through and through, and they're only going to rush four. They're all going to be fresh, and they're going to have seven guys deep. So he's going to be thrown in the coverage. So, it's really – how can they, like, generate offense? Can they be aggressive enough? Because you can't protect the quarterback anymore. Like, Philly's defense is too good. You've got to let it all play. If Purdy throws six interceptions, you still made a better effort. If you play conservative like they showed the end of the first half when they had time on the clock and it basically kind of ran the clock out and accidentally got a field goal attempt out of it, like, that's just not going to play this week. So – and you've yeah. seen Shanahan – and Lafleur and that whole school of guys be really conservative in the playoffs. That is not going to play this week. That's my only hesitancy. I actually like San Francisco a lot. With the points have already teased them up. But, I, like I said, that's the only thing. I know the Eagles are going to play that way. You know they're yeah. going to be loose. They're doing everything they can. And, it, like, the 49ers cannot afford to be conservative in this game, especially on the road. Yeah, you have a rookie quarterback. He was a seventh-round pick. This is not the guy you wanted to be taking snaps, but this is where you're at right now. And you, you got to go all all hands on deck. You have to go full out. And I don't think
1: Shanahan's going to do that. No, nah, he's uh, – like I already said, call the show. Listen to the show because he's starting slow. We already know it. Well, he, I, he does it with every quarterback. He did it with Jimmy G in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, it is what it is. Get the ball to the playmakers,
2: man. I already marked uh, Debo, Samuel. I saw 19 and a half rushing yards. Get him some carries. You got to get – you know, in Kittles again. Just keep an eye on him. He really likes throwing the Kittles. It seems like he's having such a good time playing right now. So I, again, I, this is just going to be a great weekend. These are the four best teams just strap in and enjoy and try to win some money, I guess.
1: Yeah. That's all I got for that game. Uh, let's, I mean, we'll wrap it up. Do you got any golf? I know you sent out some golf picks, Matt. I know we touched, you know, a little dabble here. It's early in the season.
0: Yeah. Um, so everybody, John Rom has just been steamrolling people, but, you got to be careful. It's almost, it's not impossible. It, I know these guys get hot, but you can't just go win back-to-back tournaments. It's just not that easy when you have a field of 156 guys. Somebody else is going to get fired, too. So, Ron has struggled out of the gate. I actually gave out Max Homa as a win this week. And he's a good showing today, minus four, I believe, top ten out of the gate. That's all I can ask for. Took a couple other flyers. Uh, I had a winner today with Johnny Vegas to beat Taylor Pendriss in the uh, round one matchup. So a little win out of the gate, long way to go, but let's go Max Homa. Great Twitter follow too, Max Homa. Yeah,
2: fantastic.
1: We need the Twitter follow, Max.
2: Yeah, I gave out a couple too. Uh, Maverick McNeely uh, two weeks ago got me a winner top 10. Uh, I have him again, I think, in a top 10. Keegan Bradley, I have top 20. Um, I did Xander Shoffley, but really not off to a good start today. Yeah, but he
1: does make that towards the back end run though.
2: Yeah, I mean it's a long thing. The the great thing with golf is you can have you can be a great. Well, this this week it's Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, and everything in that. But man, it's it's a it's a sweat sometimes yes, on it those is. Sundays. It, it is fun <laughs> to enjoy, and Matt does a great job. And I try. You know, last year was my first year that I really dove into it, and I really enjoyed gambling golf, and I did extremely well. So we'll see if we can kind
1: of carry it. It might be one of the hardest yep. sports to cap. It really is. I mean, my no up, safe. Line of my
2: that in Ukraine uh, ping pong very tough.
1: That might very be a little tough. easier.
2: Very tough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we will. Good. And
2: slap fight. Yes, yeah, slap fighting. Slap That's going to be tough. That's Whoever be tough. created
1: lines for that, us. Uh, I'd gonna... like to have a conversation.
2: That's going to be tough to handicap. Do you go in little...
1: like finger size, like ring size? Like, how do you what is how do you figure out where the is? Tendons... <laughs> you know what I mean. That's got to be brutal. At least the ping pong, like he's got to, yeah. It's what I don't know. I Listen, when times are tough, we do resort to Russian and Ukrainian basketball and ping pong. There is guaranteed winners in that. Trust me, people.
2: Hey, COVID was tough. COVID, was, COVID real tough. was tough.
1: We're then I was on Korean baseball and I was up at like four a.m. watching it. Things are tough, but hey, that's what we do. We're degenerates and we love it. That's all I got, boys. Great first show here in the studio. We're excited to be here again. WSN Wild Style Network. It is transitioning from wildstar radio where it's kind of a a rebirth and we're here for the huge journey we've got a couple podcasts the kevin and rock show is incredible kevin shay for rocky parish and then uh stand up and shout if you're a a rock and roll guy by all means please listen to it it's incredible uh give those guys a lot of credit um very interesting stuff they're gonna have some some pretty awesome bands come on and and do some uh podcasts and, and and whatnot so it's awesome to be here and um we'll see you guys next week you guys got anything
0: no, I just want to give a special thanks to WildStyle for giving us a shot, man. That's awesome. We're excited. Uh, we're, I can't wait to get down in the studio. I want to see one of these fights you guys keep talking about. I want yeah, to come on them.
1: down. Yep. I'm we, going. WildStyle Nation, they do uh, TCB fighting and Cagezilla, uh, so that'll be awesome. I'll, to, I'll, uh, I'll
0: to get, get to that approach. arena.
1: Uh, yeah, we'll bring you guys down. I mean, we, you know, we want to do a four-man show. We'll get you down, maybe a little March Madness or something like that. we you know, after after the Super Bowl, it's it's all feet on the ground and, and you know the men charging towards uh, March. I mean, college basketball is our next biggest thing, so we'll definitely get you guys down. And um, to wrap it up, like I always say, bang your bookies. We're out. See you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes, and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.